Hey guys, guess what? What? I love you. Yeah, we love you too. But why are you saying that? Are you trying to butter us up so we could empty the dishwasher? No, of course not. Although the dishwasher does need emptying, but that's not why I said it. Then why? Because I'm getting ready for Mom's favorite holiday. Christmas. No. New Year's Eve. No. National Shopping Day. Close, but no. We give up. Really? You don't know? I'll give you a clue. I love you guys. Oh, take your kids to work day. No. <sighs> Then what? <sighs> Valentine's Day. Oh. That's today's whatever. Valentine's Day, but more specifically, love and kindness. Those are really good whatevers. Definitely. So let's start. Welcome back to the best whatever ever podcast. I am Ira, and those are my bosses, Spencer and Scarlett, who are really bad at remembering their mother's favorite holiday, and really need to empty the dishwasher when we finish recording this episode. In every episode, we talk about a whatever, which just means anything that kids find silly, or important, or super silly, super important. silly important. That's right. And today's whatever story is about a little girl who takes over for Cupid and needs to make sure that Valentine's Day doesn't go off the rails. Valentine's Day is a train? No, 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 no. It just means that Valentine's Day goes wrong and is in danger of not happening. So the little girl, using her new Cupid powers, needs to save Valentine's Day. Take a listen, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Go for it. We'll listen, but go do the dishwasher. Um. Come on, it's not gonna empty itself. Bum bum bum. Cupid crushes it. A Valentine's Day story. Breaking news: Cupid quits. Valentine's Day in jeopardy. Where is the love? Lila shut her laptop, shocked at the headline: Valentine's Day in jeopardy. What's going to happen to all the heart-shaped boxes of chocolate? The truckloads of red roses on their way to be delivered. Or the secret admirers who worked up the courage to finally profess their love this year, and what would a world without love look like? A disaster! Screamed Lila. She flopped down onto her bed, which was decorated in heart-shaped patterns. She looked up at her ceiling, which was dotted with stickers of glow-in-the-dark hearts, and she clutched at her necklace that dangled with heart-shaped charms. While other kids counted down the days until Christmas, Valentine's Day was all Lila thought about all year long. I mean, who doesn't love a holiday all about love? And to her, it was about much more than romantic love. It was a day when people were reminded to be kind to each other. I've got to do something, she said. But what? Her doorbell rang. She hurried and opened the front door. Strange. No one was there, but on the stoop was a box. She grabbed it, opened it. A pink glow came from inside. She reached in and pulled out a bow, a quiver filled with arrows, a pair of feathery white wings, and a note. Dear Lila, 
I've been doing this Valentine's Day thing for over 2,400 years, and it's about time I finally retire. It's your turn to take over. I can't think of anyone better to replace me than you. Are you ready to be the next Cupid and make sure there's always love in the world? Sincerely, Cupid. Well, now ex-Cupid. Lila's mouth gaped open for the second time that day. This must be some kind of joke, right? But when she held the bow, she could feel the magic coursing through it. Her fingers tingled. She examined the wings. She could feel their power too. They fluttered out of her hand, hovered in the air, and fused themselves to her back. Seriously? I've got wings? She thought about flapping them, and that's just what happened. She hovered above the floor and grabbed the quiver of arrows. When she flew outside, she rose higher and higher into the sky until she looked down on the entire neighborhood. Her heart swelled, knowing that she was about to witness all the usual acts of love and kindness that one expects to see on Valentine's Day. But cars on the streets below cut each other off. Watch where you're going, you fuzzy sock slurper. I'm trying to merge here, squeezy farts. Are you blind, stink bottom? Then she saw someone steal another driver's parking spot. She saw a boy laugh when another boy tripped and fell. She saw a teenager refuse to hold the door open for a woman who had her hands full carrying packages. And then a man ignored an old lady who needed help crossing the street. And a little girl burped without even saying excuse me. Burp, what is going on here? Lila whispered to herself. Where is the love? Instinctively, she knew just what to do. She pulled an arrow from the quiver and knocked it. She aimed the arrow at the burping girl and let it fly. The arrow struck the burping girl and harmlessly exploded into pink dust in the shape of hearts. The burping girl looked around, blushed, and said, excuse me? Lila knocked more arrows into her bow. Thwap! It hit the man who refused to help the old lady. He turned, grabbed her hand, and ushered her safely across the street. Thwap! The teenager hurried back and graciously held open the door for the woman with the packages. Thwap! 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 The drivers all stopped cutting each other off and stealing each other's parking spots. Nice! said Lila, admiring her bow. I'm getting the hang of this Cupid thing. No more honking, screaming, and crying. But just then, she heard more honking, screaming, and crying. What is going on? She said. This is a disaster. A figure flew past her in a blur. Black soot trailed behind it. The figure came to an abrupt stop in the air. It was a boy, and he looked really mean. His wings were caked in dirt. Hey, what's up? You must be the new Cupid, he said. Who are you? asked Lila. Shadow Cupid, duh. He flashed her a mischievous smile, flew off, and immediately started sending blasts of black smoke from his fingertips. As soon as the smoke hit all the people whose behavior Lila had just helped, they turned back to their rude, selfish ways. Shadow Cupid flew to the town square and blasted more people with his smoke. A cloud of darkness formed over each person's head. They yelled, cursed, shook their fists, and some even shoved. Stop! Lila screamed. You can't do this! 
Of course I can, said Shadow Cupid as he unleashed another volley of smoke blasts. See? Lila stayed right behind him, shooting out her own arrows, undoing Shadow Cupid's dark spells one at a time. The power of love is stronger than the power of darkness, she declared. Shadow Cupid laughed. Ha! A big rig truck turned onto the street. On its side, it read, Valentine's Day Chocolate. Another truck followed. On its side, it read, Red Rose Bouquets. The smoke seeped inside the cabs, and the trucks came to a sudden stop. The drivers got out and walked away, leaving the trucks abandoned in the middle of the road. This is a disaster, Lila cried. She swooped down towards the drivers, ready to plug them full of arrows. Just then, a cloud of smoke swirled around her. Strands went up her nose and filled her lungs. Her face turned mean-looking. She tried to smile, but couldn't. And her hair and wings became caked in black and gray dirt, and a black cloud hung over her head. You took the bait, just like I expected, cackled Shadow Cupid. You love crazy cupids are such softies. Now, let's go spread the dread, stage the rage, and fire up the fury. Lila couldn't help but follow Shadow Cupid. It was like the dark smoke inside her pulled her arms, legs, and wings against her will. The smoke dragged her along as Shadow Cupid continued spreading misery. He found each and every secret admirer in town who had worked up the courage to profess their love and doused them with smoke. They immediately lost their courage and went home, sad and alone. Lila couldn't stand it. She watched helplessly as Shadow Cupid ruined her favorite holiday. This couldn't be happening. This is a disaster, she thought. She had to do something. But what? There still was one simple, all-powerful truth that shined brightly inside her even if it was surrounded by the dark smoke. Power of love is stronger than the power of darkness, she muttered. The light inside her grew brighter and brighter. It cut through the smoke and finally snuffed it out. Shadow Cupid looked back and saw that Lila had returned back to normal. Her bright hopeful eyes, her feathery dove white wings, and the power of love that seemed to surround her. She said it again, this time louder so Shadow Cupid could hear. The power of love is stronger than the power of darkness. She grabbed a handful of arrows from her quiver and knocked them all at the same time. She let them fly. Thwap, 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 thwap. They exploded as they struck Shadow Cupid, surrounding him in a huge cloud of bright pink heart-shaped dust. <coughs> when the smoke cleared, the anger left his face. His filthy wings dissolved and he slowly floated back to the ground. He was just a normal boy who had somehow managed to wield hate and spread it to others. Lila flew up to him and could see that there was now kindness in his eyes. See, all you needed was a little love, she said. He looked at her, tears pooling in his eyes. I'm sorry. Lila patted the boy on his shoulder. No worries. 
Like I said, sometimes we all just need a little love and kindness. Now, to save Valentine's Day. She took off into the sky, bow and arrows ready. She flew through town, undoing all of Shadow Cupid's damage. Thwap! The delivery drivers got back into their trucks so they could deliver the chocolates and roses. Thwap! The secret admirers mustered up their courage again. Thwap! All the anger and rudeness and selfishness were reversed in a downpour of magic arrows. Lila landed in the middle of town and soaked in all the happiness and love that she had spread through the neighborhood. It was her first Valentine's Day as Cupid, and she managed to save the day. Not too shabby. Breaking news. The new Cupid triumphs. Valentine's Day saved. The love is right here. Lila shut her laptop. The headline left her feeling proud and inspired. And she wondered, would she have to wait until next year to do it again? She couldn't think of a good reason why she'd have to wait. Why not spread love and kindness all the time? Shouldn't that be something she helps make happen every day? Shouldn't that be something anyone can make happen every day? Yes, she said. So now you know that if someone shows you an unexpected act of kindness and love, maybe just maybe, Lila, the new Cupid, had something to do with it. Or maybe just maybe, we all have a little bit of Cupid inside of us. Go Lila! I mean Cupid! Cool story, but I thought Valentine's Day was all about mushy love stuff. Yeah, I guess. But like Lila in the story, I also like to think about Valentine's Day as an opportunity to just be nice to people and tell everyone you appreciate in your life that you love them. Like your parents, grandparents, siblings, cousins, best friends, you know, everyone who means something to you. Good point. But you know what else I like Valentine's Day for? Are you going to make us guess stuff again? No, I'll just tell you. I love Valentine's Day because it's also an excuse to tell corny love poems. And who doesn't love corny love poems? I'll give it a try. <clears throat> Roses are red, violets are blue, sugar is sweet, and so are you. Groan. Oh, come on. Gag. Lighten up. You're fired again. Yeah, yeah. Try one. Okay. Roses are red, violets are blue, you look like a monkey, and smell like a zoo. Hey! That's mean. Didn't you learn anything from the story? Now go empty the dishwasher. Oh, and isn't it you smell like a monkey and look like one too? Maybe that works too. You know what? For everyone listening at home, please send us your corny love poems. We want to hear them. Just please don't tell me that I smell like a zoo. That's really not nice, guys. Spencer and Scarlet, not nice. So that's it for today. Please join us next time for, oh, you're gonna love this. Another story starring Edward and Alpha from the quest for the Toytastic Treasure. That was a season one story. Only this time, it's Edward's grandpa who visits him and his grandpa likes to nap. And it turns out he's quite the epic sleepwalker. And don't forget to tell all your friends about us. 
subscribe, share, and share some more. You can find us at thebestwhateverever.com. And all the other ways to reach us are in the show notes. Until next time, best whatever ever. Best whatever ever. Best whatever ever. Bum, bum, bum. Today's story was written and produced by me, Ira Singerman. Hey, what about us? Yeah. With help, of course, from my bosses, Spencer and Scarlett. Hi. Hi. If you would like to support the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And also, please be sure to subscribe and tell all your friends about us. And please visit us at thebestwhateverever.com and... Feel free to send us an email to bestwhateverever at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.